Hey guys. Oh my gosh. We are so, so sorry that we're getting this episode out several days late at this moment. So, so, you know, like a week overdue or something. We're okay. It'll it'll be like, I'm going to try and put it out tonight. So it'll be like okay. three days. Okay. That's not so terrible. So not so bad. But no. Yes. Not ideal, but not terrible. But it was it was because of a, a good reason. That's Alex's good laptop reason. just stopped working. I think I have a a magic touch, but in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, kind of like King Midas. Is that the guy that touches bit. things and they turn to gold? Except yes, yeah. I touch technology and it breaks. Yeah, and yeah. It, it does turn out being a curse in King Midas, but right. at, at least the beginning, he thinks it's going to be a good thing. I don't think you ever thought your technology. No. My yeah. woes were ever a good thing. No, it all started like at work when I would, you know, try to change the labels in the label printer and then the label printer was broken and everyone was like, what did you do? I was like, I just, I just <laughs> changed the labels. Just touch it. <laughs> Maybe you just have a lot of like electricity built up. Mm-hmm. I've got lots of uh, magical energy inside me that's yeah, very malicious that's apparently. You need to channel it into more productive means <laughs> like lighting candles or something i don't know like being yeah. able to touch a candle and it mm-hmm. for it to flame oh I, I should just hold light bulbs just see yeah there you go <laughs> you could join a circus you know? yeah um but yeah so alex's laptop just broke but and we're good we had to work on getting a new one which delayed everything yes um, but it was free they sent me a new one good good i'm glad that you had like a warranty on it i guess yeah right? two years okay. baby and it only took what? two months <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that is it the same laptop too, or did they give you a new one? Well, they gave me a new laptop. It's a different color, actually. I almost okay. like it more. I'm just worried that if it's the same laptop, the same thing is going to happen, but hopefully not. I mean, hopefully not. I don't know. They didn't tell me what was wrong with the last one. They were just like, hmm, yeah. yep, can't turn it on. Mysterious. It's like almost like some magical force. Like, uh, almost. Cause it to stop working. <laughs> they didn't want to say anything because it was just too mm-hmm. you know, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, anytime something's wrong and they can't like easily fix it, they're just like, we'll just get you a new one. one. Like, okay. <laughs> Might as well. Right. I mean, whoever runs. That company probably is probably a billionaire, so best buy. Yeah, <laughs> I think they are. Um, so, you know, what do they care? Um, but we were going to record on election night. That was our plan. That was, was what we were going to do. Oh, man. It actually was like my getaway for the evening. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to have to watch CNN for hours. I'm just going to record this podcast, forget about what's happening in mm. the real world, and then Too bad. wake up to <laughs> a new president or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as we know, none of that happened. None of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I did spend my whole evening while well, Aaron spent his whole evening watching CNN. And I was just like, I was kind of like when you're watching a horror movie and you don't want to, <laughs> you know, you don't want to see what's happening. So you peek out behind your fingers mm-hmm. every once in a while. That's what I was doing. I was yeah. like ignoring it, but then like looking and then feeling sick and mm-hmm. then going back to whatever yeah. I was doing before. Yeah. It was Same. Terrible. Same. Yeah. I, it was pretty good this week. Uh, Kinsey moved out on Thursday, oh. um, which sucked. But also, yeah, it was like we were focused on that a lot of it, yeah, like more than the election. So mm-hmm. that worked out, and it was also just like I couldn't bring myself to focus on like the numbers of the election mm-hmm. because like it was all coming in so slowly. You know, I was just yeah. like, I don't even want to think about this until we get to. Until there's an answer. Yeah, until there's a for sure answer. But yeah, I mean, it turned out being 
to be okay because I was really nervous on the first night. I just felt I had mm-hmm. this bad feeling. Same. I and think- then it just magically flipped <laughs> like the next day. I was like, whoa, this uh, is crazy. I just think um, everyone was so afraid to be like at all optimistic initially. Yeah. Because so many people were in 2016 and they got bitten in the that ass got- really hard. Yeah. Yeah. That was a shock. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I just felt, I don't know, this whole, not this whole week, but the immediate reaction was just relief. Just like, you mm-hmm. know, thank God this chaotic yeah. energy there was gone. There was a big <laughs> sigh that left my body on Saturday morning that I think had been in there for the last four years and was just desperately trying to get out and it finally escaped. So, yeah, I just didn't realize how much like pressure I had felt right for like four years. Yeah. It was really odd. Like. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I'd been weighing on me like every single day. I, yeah, I agree. I didn't think I was actively, I guess I was, we weren't, it was like a an unconscious stress. Yeah. And I felt like relief for a day. And then that same day, I read an article about when societies collapse mm. and it just ruined everything. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, we're headed for the apocalypse. Oh no, what are we going to do? Yeah, there's still, like that was a nice little like oh good at least he's not the president right now but like it doesn't fix a lot of things yeah no there's so much more to to fix and also just i feel like the country is really broken right now and pretty divided even more (sighs) so than yeah and i watched the social dilemma after that and i was just like i really right have you seen that i thought i I started it and was like i don't know if i can do this (laughs) really i yeah i really appreciated it because i felt like it I mean, I I knew that social media was making people more divided and polarizing people, but watching that just helped me confirm it and also just rethink about how just destructive it is and how I'm I'm not sure if because I think Trump was like very chaotic and very divisive but Mm -hmm. I feel like he was just a part of the social media world so I'm afraid that even though he's gone social media will continue to divide people oh yeah we're just gonna be like way too polarized so I don't know I'm I agree I think it's one of the biggest reasons I'm not like on Facebook anymore which is great yeah for you it really does (laughs) I think it helps your mental structure a lot like yeah. Because you're not just, because what you're not reading things yeah, and you're being not, like, oh my God, I can't believe what this person is saying. Bias things all day. Like, yeah, and that too. That's what I hate about social media is like, as soon as it knows what you prefer to see or read, like, that's yep. all it wants to show to you. Like, it doesn't show mm-hmm. you anything from anything outside of your bubble. And I, uh, yeah, I got to the point where I was listening to like AM radio, like listening to Rush Limbaugh talk so that I had some oh. like exposure to what I consider to be really? a different side of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't think like, that helps. I don't think I don't, like that's the problem. Like going to like people that are just way on the other oh, side yeah. doesn't really help. No, it doesn't really. <laughs> it just like makes you angry. <laughs> yeah. Because then now you're like, now you've been, you've gone down this hole of like only thinking you are right. And then you listen to someone yep. who is just in so in the wrong. And then you're like, <laughs> you're like well, then, yeah, right. yeah, those feelings of anger aren't productive or. No. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. I, I stopped after watching the social dilemma. I was like, okay, I'm not going to get on Facebook as much. I'm mostly just looking at Instagram right now because it's not as. Instagram's pretty polarizing. unharmful. Like. Mine's mostly just cute Body pictures of animals. Body image wise, not so great. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. But 
well, I don't really have that issue, but I know like the other people have that issue with Instagrams, like comparing themselves to other people. But when it comes mm. to like political stuff, no, it's not as yeah. polarizing at all. Yeah. Um, all you need to do is filter your followings or whatever so that mm-hmm. it's really only fat cats and <laughs> pit bulls and you'll be very happy. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Alex on this. <laughs> It's yeah. my word of advice. <laughs> Got some suggestions if you need them. So, yeah. But anyway, I guess I just feel like my takeaway is that, especially as like white people, the thing to do right now is not to like go into your silo even more. It's to, well, not like post on social media, but the people you know in your life, like just yeah. talk to them. Yeah. And like just talk to them about why, why you believe what you believe and like ask them how, why what they believe and just like i don't know just talk it out a little bit instead of just posting in your own little silo on facebook and getting angry at people and also like i don't think it changes minds very um, it does nothing to like affect all people do is agree with what they already agree with and then yeah you know get angry at the stuff they don't agree with i don't know it's vicious cycle social media yeah so i mean i don't and i think that like you know if you're a person of color yeah you don't have any responsibility to like try and talk to like the stagnant white people in your life and it's not your job in to the be world an educator. yeah that's like- not you like that's like on people like us mm-hmm. i don't know that's just how i was thinking about the election i was like i feel like now is the time to like make a difference and yeah talk to people and just like oh yeah i know you know I, there's this whole like taboo about like coming to a common ground and, like understanding like trump supporters and that sort of thing but it, I mean, a lot of people that voted for Trump didn't actually like him as a person. They just, like, felt that he was going to make the economy better, which sucks. But, like, you should at least, if that person's in your life already, at least, like, talk to them and, like, yeah. explain Open why. open up the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about all that stuff. But uh, that's... It's, it's very... It's lovely thoughts you have there, Danielle. I agree. Lovely, but... Again, I'm like Ugh, they're I'm not scary. Anything either, yeah. but um, well, they're it's just kind of a dreadful thing. Like you're just like I just don't want to do it. Like <laughs> yeah, but it's worth cool. it. I definitely work with a lot of people that I didn't realize were such big Trump supporters for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, we've opened up a lot of dialogue at work about that. Huh. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's also tense. <laughs> yeah, tense, but it's also I mean, really hard not to get angry at people. But like, but it's, then you're, but it's easier yeah. when you're face to face with someone and oh, looking them in the eye. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every like discussions just are so much better if you're looking at someone talking about it instead of like typing to someone. Like I don't know, it's much easier to get out of control on like Facebook or whatever. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm. It's like at the same time though when you're talking to someone it's like I'm I can talk to you but if you're if you're on Facebook and if you're like just going down these rabbit holes you're not going to listen to me cuz you're just oh, going to yeah. I'm going to talk to you for 5 seconds but then you're going to spend 2 hours looking at <laughs> yeah you know other stuff. So I don't know it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like it's to focus on the people that you can actually like make a difference on like people in your closer circle or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But or try and get people off Facebook. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm still on it, obviously. I have to be for work, but... I mean, I'm still on it because every time I try to sign into Spotify, it makes me sign in with Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do that. But yeah. I never open it, but it always reactivates my account every time I have to, like, sign in through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe yeah, I that's should like just delete how the they, account. like, interconnect everything. I hate that. Um, 
But uh, before we get on to the episode, um, I do want to talk about an interview that Amanda did recently. Um, There's this reality star slash musician from Atlanta. His name is Oliver Twixt. And he's a a cute cute little performer name. Um, And he does these, he's been doing interviews with ANTM contestants, um, Instagram live interviews, and Mm -hmm. they've been pretty good. I will say this one was like over two hours long and it was really hard to (laughs) listen to that much content. But they're interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I really liked her on the like the, on the interview. Live. Cool. Yeah, I was really surprised because I don't like her a whole bunch on the show. I feel like all these people probably change after they see themselves on the show, though, and they're That's like, "That's true." <laughs> yeah, she just gave me this like. She on the show, she gives me this like kooky vibe in a way that's just almost too weird. Ja-woo. Like it's yeah, it's like austere in a way. It's not mm. like. I don't know. <laughs> it's sure. She seems like she's floating above you on a different plane. She's too ethereal. Yeah. Like that's how I feel with Amanda. But in this, I was like, oh, she's like funny and smart. And cool. she was, you know, she came across well. Um, and also as if she was trying to. I mean, she apologized for a few things that she had done throughout the show, Aww. which I'm like, oh my God, that's 15 years ago. But um <laughs> But yeah, she had some interesting uh, things to say. Uh, so I'll like highlight the most interesting things. Um, one behind the scenes thing she said that didn't get shown is that they made all the girls get colonics. What are um, colonics? Which Explain I didn't know me. what that was. But <laughs> basically you stick like a tube up your butt and like wash it out. Oh, enemas? It's kind of like an enema, but it is it is different. I think maybe it's more why? intense. or why? I don't know why I th- why what did, did you I? Think it was? Why did I think colonics <laughs> had something to do with horses? Maybe they do them to horses. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It could still. I have no <laughs> clue. Um, but I was just like, for what purpose would the the they give these girls colonics? Apparently, they're like some supposed to be like there was like a detox detoxifying thing, like a cleansing thing oh. at one time, like a health trend. Um. Nah. So. But I feel like the real purpose was just to humiliate the girls and yep. like kind of recreate a scene like when they got um, Brazilian waxes. Except the they didn't show us the colonics. Okay. Well, they didn't show it to us. They Apparently, they filmed them. But they what? didn't. I don't know if they filmed them like in the room. They probably did, let's be honest. Um, but they didn't. She thinks they didn't show them because Janet Jackson's nip slip happened like the week before the show aired or something like that so she felt uh-huh. as if they were being extra cautious about what they showed on television oh. in terms of like ah, body parts and the things the nip slip huh. yeah interesting right um <laughs> these two things happened in the same year but yeah i was just like that's and apparently amanda, amanda was like i was like crying and asking them not to do it which i was like that is I really mean, violating isn't because it was kind of it's a little rapey. little rapey i don't yeah i don't like it that's the feel that I got. Ugh. I was just like, I don't like having so anything stuck up your butt yep. unnecessarily against your will. It's just not yep. cool. I feel dude. really bad for every uh, animal that comes into the vet clinic. And I'm like, it's time to take your temperature. Sorry. <sighs> but temp. Oh, yep. it's the best way. <laughs> it's, it's the most accurate way. I'm sorry, kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not a person. Not, not a, a human. No. For no reason. For Yeah. Medical reasons, man. Yeah, but apparently yeah. colonics don't actually do much. For oh, you. Go figure. Surprise, surprise. Right? 
Um, so that was the first thing. And then she kind of talked about like producer hijinks. Uh, she said part of the reason she suspected Eva for stealing her stuff is because when you have dirty laundry, the producers take all of your clothes to wash it. And so they washed all the girls clothes and then gave them back to Eva to hand out to everyone. And so Eva was handing out clothes yeah. and Amanda didn't get any. So she thought that Eva had stolen or hid her her clothes. And then after they got in this whole argument about the crystals and she found her crystals and she apologized, she said she walked into the kitchen and all her clothes had been just like dumped out on the kitchen table, like mysteriously, um, as if she thought the producers were like, oh, well, the drama's over, so we'll give her back I her mean, clothes. I mean, probably. That's kind of what I thought was happening the whole time. So I believe yeah. all of that. I'm surprised she didn't make a bigger deal about her clothes being missing, to be honest. But <laughs> like, I feel like that would be more concerning than your crystals. Yeah. But <laughs> well, those supply her with energy, Danielle. True. She needs them live to charge. That, yeah. right. Which is exactly what you're saying, right? That's kind of how the vibe she gives off. Like she has to charge every night with crystals. Yeah. And then <laughs> I feel like she needs to like sleep in a crystal on bed that's what i imagine for amanda uh, yeah. she's like a little alien model alien she's like a little alien <laughs> she is she kind of looks like one um but in the show not now or you know but um yeah i just thought that was shitty of probably the producers manipulating them trying to get them into a an argument and um oh and i understand why she thought that eva would have hid her clothes because she said that eva and Anne were kind of like worse than what they were showed on tv oh, in God, terms really? of just like kind of ganging up on people Bullying. yeah mm-hmm. she said that they hid you remember at casting there was a girl that had a gigantic teddy bear uh yeah they hid the teddy bear from her oh like had her search for it so like Aww, that's from the mean. very beginning they were doing like little things like that that they think are funny but it's really just like high school bullying mm-hmm. you know yep um so she seemed to have like she was like i paul i'm sad i didn't want to accuse eva but throughout the show she kind of had this like you know i had a feeling she's not the biggest fan of eva i guess um although she did say that she knew she was gonna win um and then also with like the cassie bulimia thing amanda said that cassie originally told her about it the first night that she spent with her which was in jamaica so she she had known about it and she hadn't said anything up until the Nivea shoot when Cassie throws up in the bathroom and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is like serious. Yeah. Um, and she didn't know what to do. And so she was like just telling Anne about it, probably because she was like, I have this like hard information to yeah. deal with. What am I supposed to like? That's an emotional, that's some emotional yeah. baggage you have on you. You're like, for sure. I need to tell someone. So she Just unloaded like, on Anne. Why Anne? <laughs> yeah, why Anne? Because Anne tells Eva and Eva tells everyone. Uh, yeah, um, they both tell everyone. But yeah. Eh. Overall, I'm just like, it was all the producers. They should have. I don't, um, yeah. I don't blame her. Um, I don't know what I would have done differently in that yeah. year. She, she said it was like, oh, I could have told the producers. But at the same time, they didn't even help her when no, they did when know about everyone it. Everyone knew. Yeah. So, and she's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then also uh, during casting week, you know, when she told everyone about her blindness and it came across really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she wanted to tell them the entire time through casting week because she, you know, as someone who is legally blind, she does like bump into people sometimes or like ignore social cues that people are giving her. And so she wanted to let them know like, hey, just so you know, if I'm 
you know, acting strange or I do something to like slight you. It's Mm -hmm. not my fault. I actually just can't see you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the, and the producers are like, no, don't tell them just yet. No, no, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. And then finally they were like, okay, you can tell them when they were like all gathered up. And like, she was like, I know she was like, I understand like watching it back. I cringe at how I like delivered the news. Like as if she was some sort of like martyr or whatever. But she was like, but I really had a good reason for telling them. And like, I'd wanted to tell them this entire time. Mm-hmm. And they waited until I had like an audience, basically. Or, nice. Like, yeah. So, so um, the producers are just as sneaky as we thought they were. Oh, yeah. It. 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then she said with the, oh, her son came on. Jaouf. Jaouf. And um, he, by the way, uh, was entertaining as well and mm. wants to be a model. Um, Fuck yeah. So, yeah. And he's 18 now, so he can go off and be a model if he wants to be. But anyway, cool. she said that uh, he had, hadn't had seen the show until like the day before because he was watching in preparation for mm-hmm. his mom's appearance. And he, but he knew all the details of everything that had happened. So he knew about the 9-11 thing. Like he knew exactly what she said. Yeah. Um. So he wasn't like surprised by it, but he was, thought it was funny because he imagined when she was saying it, she was like, just, you know, like kind of like chatting about mm-hmm. it. Like, oh yeah. And my son was conceived on 9-11. But he was like, when I saw it and the way she delivered the line <laughs> with that like weird eyebrow raise or whatever, he didn't say that, but um, he just said that he like started laughing and his mom started I mean, laughing. Yeah. So. I was like, I'm glad he does not. Uh, I mean, maybe he used to be embarrassed about it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> at least he, glad can, he can tell that it was weird the way she said it. Yeah. And they both realized that it was weird. Um, <laughs> and then Amanda was like, well, you know, I did say it. But the way the producers ask you the questions is the reason I said it so weird. I don't know about that one. I don't know. It's not a good excuse for me. But um I still thought it was uh, interesting that she also reflected on it as being well, a weird thing that she had done. Yeah, I'm glad. And then finally, the question that everyone has, is Amanda still blind um, or can she not see completely? She does have some vision, but apparently it's, you know, terrible, of mm-hmm. course. I mean, not surprised by that. She said that she has like a, a normal person. If you know you're just staring straight ahead, you have like 180 degrees of vision. Like you can see 180 degrees around you. Mm. She can see like four degrees. So do you know very small? Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Do I know what? Do you know what the deal is with her missing tooth? She didn't say anything about her missing tooth. Oh, you mean like when she posted on Instagram about getting her teeth done or something? Yeah. No, I they just, didn't ask her about that. I was trying to Google Elijah, um, see his pictures, and there's like multiple pictures of her missing one of her front teeth, and they're like yeah. professional pictures. She had like I remember she was like raising money for her teeth at some point. Huh. Yeah, I know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, she lost them somehow and was raising money for them. But she definitely had her front teeth in the live. Okay, I will say she okay. definitely had teeth. She I had don't know something up there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know in what form those teeth were, but they were around. So got it. Yeah. No, her son could be a model. I was, you know, he had like a modely face. So I was like, yeah, he could do it. Yeah. I still I can't Amanda's. figure out. Is he the one with the blonde curly hair? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's got to be. There were, there was another Elijah Wolf that. Oh. Yeah. Did you just Google? If you go to her Instagram, you'll see it. Oh, yeah. I just, she has pictures stuff. of him. Okay. Yeah. You'll find one if you do it that way. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, he's 18 now. It's crazy. When he was like a little two-year-old on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Little baby. Um, but yeah, that was the interview. And now we can talk about the main episode. Boom. We've got Yaya being forced to apologize to a hat, <laughs> uh, which we'll talk about later. Oh, that was um, great. Yeah. And the evil stylist, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> we'll talk about her. Mm-hmm. Um but first, we get a little apology <clears throat> tour from Miss Tyra and her mom. God. Uh, Tyra is trying to uh, make it seem like she did the moral and right thing. I did so much for Cassie. that girl. I just, I tried so hard and what do I, I do? I stared mom? at her blankly when she <laughs> yeah. told me she had an eating disorder. I told her she should try counseling. <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, nah, and I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> right, it's your choice. Yeah, it was really, it seemed like a way for them to basically show like, oh, we did everything we could, you know. Oh, yeah. And it was just a weird way to do it with it her was and her just mom a talking about the situation. Guilt thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I didn't love it. And I was just, and Tyra's mom just like absolved her of her sins. She uh-huh. was like, Jesus yeah, you can, in the situation. You can tell that's a very, uh, that's what happens every time. Yeah. She's like, you're right, Tyra. It's not your fault. It's, you did everything you could do. And Tyra's like, okay. She okay. like sniffles I and cries that a validation. Bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was just like, this is not a very effective way, one, of showing me that you did actually everything that you could. Um no. What they should have done is they should have broken down the fourth wall a little bit because, okay, so maybe they did push the you need to get help thing more. They need to show me that because they didn't show me that mm-hmm. just by what was happening, you know, at the house and in judging. Right. They should have like showed like behind the scenes conversations if they were happening between the producers about like, what do we do with Cassie? This is a serious situation. How do we get her help? Oh, we can't force her to get help. We have this psychologist or like had her like corresponding with the producers about, you know, whether or not she should see a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Like they should have just shown me more behind the scenes stuff. Sure. It's almost like that stuff didn't happen. So. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it totally... It could That's have. The thing, though. Like, we don't know if mm-hmm. it happened because they didn't show it to us. They only showed us, like, you know, the typical top model experience, which is, like, the house and the judging panels mm-hmm. and the challenges. They didn't show us, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, which they could have. Yeah, if they it- could have. I don't get why... I, I don't get why there would be a reason not to if they actually did that stuff. But I yeah. feel like they probably didn't. I don't know. Like, the top model never really does behind-the-scenes stuff like i feel like the bachelor does like they'll show things like with the lead talking to producers and things but they'll never do that on antm they do it sometimes i feel like just not in depth i guess not usually Mm -hmm. about super serious things yeah i just don't know i was wondering if it was just like the way reality tv was and where they didn't want to show that there was a backside yeah, reality it was TV. still a time when there's still, I mean, even today it's still a thing, but like having that big taboo on mental illness, uh, yeah. not really showing as like a respect thing, like not getting too in depth with it, you know, Mm-hmm. but hopefully yeah. that, that would be different Maybe today. Maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like, because I can see how it could be exploit 
exploit exploitative mm-hmm. uh, nope that's not it exploitative <laughs> whatever uh to um you know really dig into her eating disorder but they really did exploit her enough on the show like mm-hmm. it would have been better to like show the process of trying to get her get to get her to get help which i i don't know maybe they didn't do and maybe that's why they didn't show it but mm-hmm. also if they did do it that would be a way more effective way yeah of showing you know yeah. how much the work that they did instead of this tired conversation that is just not doing anything for me yeah in terms of um, and also another thing takeaway that I had from this is that like, why is mom like Tyra's mom another professional in this situation? Like, we feel like we're just throwing everything yeah. that isn't a therapist at the situation. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that is the person that raised Tyra, and I think it's very obvious here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we definitely get the oh here I'm gonna like talk about my feelings and you know really analyze why a person is doing something, but I'm not actually gonna like professional help nah Nah. not gonna like actually consider that we're just gonna talk about it and act like we have all the tools necessary to to fix things which they clearly don't um (laughs) yeah uh i was just annoyed i was like oh we've talked to a health coach you know we've yeah you know talked we had the girls try and like counsel her tyra now tyra's mom let's throw her in there and see how it works why not um yeah no i agree Never once did we see an actual, like, <laughs> psychology expert of any kind. No. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? Um, <laughs> it's expensive. Or why would they? Uh, and then also another thing from this conversation, I just, like, I was also, like, why isn't Tyra's mom, why is Tyra's mom telling Tyra this and not Cassie this is mm-hmm. another thing. Or, like, why didn't, no yeah, one Cassie's ever said not even there. Like, Cassie. <laughs> yeah. This is all about personal validation for Tyra. Yeah, because Tyra's mom says you can only do so much to help a person that is basically lost. She has to find herself. She needs to do some soul searching. She needs to look within to find the strength to get the help that she needs. I'm not saying that's like great advice, but it's more than they even told Cassie. Exactly. Yeah, they're the just waiting for me. Cassie to watch that episode, I guess. And uh, yeah, which but Cassie's not watching that show after. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's like, well, that was a terrible mistake. Yeah, that I'm was never so going annoying. Back to that time in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. It was just a, just like a circle jerk kind of yeah. situation. Ah, yes. Them. That's a great term for it. <laughs> circle jerk situation. It was. Mm-hmm. It was just, ugh. I agree. Um, it's gross. But anyway, at home, uh, we get a little bit of the seeds being planted for mm-hmm. Yaya being better than everyone else, you know. <laughs> um, they're having this conversation between Yaya and Anne where mm-hmm. Anne's talking about these you know what she's eating is low carb and yaya is like oh don't you think that's just a gimmick um and anna's like uh yeah whatever i don't want to talk to you anymore um because like i'm just trying to make conversation and you're just trying to like yeah tell me that what i'm talking about is stupid <laughs> um and like i do think that yaya is a little condescending sometimes the other girls or like she's got a pompous energy to her you know yeah just an attitude that she's a little bit above them Mm -hmm. i went to brown yeah to that uh but i don't equate it which i feel like they're trying to make me equate it with what she does later in the episode where she's like offended that she's being told she's too african or she's like defending her africanness or something these are not the same thing. No, I agree. I thought that it was really like I can totally see where like the attitude is a little bit unappealing, but like to 
set someone up, like they just set her up to mm-hmm. sound like, I don't know, like she was being condescending or something. But really, I feel like she was just rightfully like upset that they just tried to like tempt her with the stupid hat or yeah, whatever at the end. Set her up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was just like, yeah, no, clearly everyone wanted me to pick that hat and I don't want mm-hmm. to for a lot of reasons. Um but yeah. I could totally see where she was coming from there. I didn't think that it was an equivalent. No, yeah, I don't think so either. I think the one in one case she was being, you know, belittled for her culture. And then in this case, she's just being like a typical, maybe like twenty something who just graduated from Ivy League yeah. and is in a modeling competition. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that typical situation. <laughs> um, you know, how you would respond in that situation. It's just like two different things to yeah. me. Um, so I was just like, nice try, producers, but you're not getting me in this little narrative. Uh-uh. I can agree with her on some things and not agree with her on other things. I am an intelligent human being. I got independent thoughts. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I totally swerved them on that. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they have that little little discussion and then the stylist comes in and the PR people comes in. PR people come in. <laughs> and um yeah, Rebecca Weinberg. What do we think about Rebecca Weinberg? I just mm. think I don't know. She kind of had the same advice for everyone. Um mm-hmm. I didn't like her that much. Like I wouldn't want to be in the same room as this person for very long. But yeah. I feel like I would feel that way about any kind of stylist. She just didn't yeah. seem to care, like, about what people's personal styles were, you know? Mm-hmm. She just thought that they needed to have, like, staple pieces. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have too many big thoughts about her. About you? Yeah. I guess I just really disliked the whole, the way she handled Yaya, you know? Oh, yeah. And just, like, the insults that she was kind of, like. Or just like the slights and just like the cultural unawareness that she was showing mm-hmm. when she was talking to Yaya. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. She wasn't like overly. See, this is the thing. I think she was like insidiously like kind of racist because she wasn't like super mean about it. But she yeah. was also like just saying things that were just not OK. She's just kind of um, ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Very ignorant. Yeah, I think. And then um, I don't know. I just I wasn't digging her. Um, I just like, yeah, what you said about stylists. I feel like on the show, they're always like the mean ones, you know? Yeah. Well, and she says later, they talk about, Narelle asked Tyra, like, what are we getting ourselves into, really? And Tyra's mm-hmm. like, I'm just letting you guys hear all the criticism that every model does. Like, but, you know, most models don't actually hear everyone say everything. I just want to make sure you guys know about it. Like, I don't know. It was dumb. Interesting. Yeah. I want you guys to be humiliated. And yep. I just want you to screen. feel that pain so that when it surprises you, it's not as bad. I don't know what the point is. Um, yeah. But I liked how Yaya handled that situation because she was like, I took that as a discussion and nothing yeah. more. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something I'm taking to heart. Which is exactly what Jay told her to do, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was like, don't just listen to everyone. Yeah. You know? Take in yeah. some things, decide other things aren't for you. That was like, the other part that was so annoying about, yeah, panel later is because, like, mm-hmm. she handled that exactly how she should have, really. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But um, first, the PR people get to her. We have Paul Wilmot mm-hmm. and another guy named Hampton Carney, which. Ridiculous name. I was like, have you ever heard a richer name than Hampton Carney? <laughs> that is it's just the ritziest name. Yeah, it is very posh. Um, Hampton Carney. 
But yeah, they do kind of get to Yaya just about being like, don't be so, you know, uppity about some things. I feel like with their conversation was fine because they were talking about just like, don't act like you know everything kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's fine. I felt like they were just, yeah, trying to make sure she understood like how to be ex- uh, inclusive, like it generally. Yeah. Or just like let them know, like if you act like that, then people aren't, you know, it's not going to have a good effect on people. They're going to like, effect. yeah, yeah, they're not going to respond well to that. So if you want to like endear yourself to people, maybe just don't be, <laughs> don't like <laughs> be so severe. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just was like, yeah, that's fair because even though I mean, Yaya is highly educated, like mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, but just because you have that education doesn't mean you know everything you know there are a lot of other experiences that you haven't had Uh people you haven't talked to and that sort of thing and yeah it's you don't know everything yet and you might learn more as you grow and experience and live life and that sort of thing and you can you know use your ivy league background to help you understand people more but Um, But it doesn't make you a better person than anyone. Yeah, that too. And she was just like talking. She's like, I don't know how to have conversations with people in this world. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, that is kind of. um, That sounds really arrogant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, just because people are in the fashion and beauty space does not mean that they're automatically less intelligent or Mm -hmm. less worldly than you. Um, I think, yeah, I just think about like, people I knew in college that really irritated me because talking to them was like, well, if you weren't obsessed with certain things like that go along with intellectualism, then it was like Mm -hmm. you were wasting their time like speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's just a poison that comes with intellectualism where Mm -hmm. if you let it consume you, then yeah, you don't know how to talk to people because every conversation you have is so conceited and like <laughs> yeah i don't know you're just wrapped up and like oh i'm yeah. thinking on such a higher level than this oh, person yeah. No, do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just if yeah I, if she strikes me as the type of person that would just be like i just want to play devil's advocate here for a second <laughs> yeah oh she totally would do that yeah, yeah. so and i was thinking too i was like yeah yeah you are in this space like you mm-hmm. have decided that this is what you want to do with your life don't you think there might be other people like you that yeah, are exactly. like they are they've you know have been highly educated but they're like this is just what i want to do because this is what i'm attracted to doing yeah like there's gonna be people like that yeah it's you're not gonna be the only one Uh (laughs) yeah so um yeah i don't know i i get what they were saying there Mm -hmm. but then yeah the whole stylist thing was ugh, i didn't like that or she called she looks so tired or yaya's clothes she's like oh it's very earth mother um and i actually like yaya's style so i I was kind of I was like, she has like the best style out of all the girls in the mm-hmm. house, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it's just my opinion, I but I like what she's wearing. It's very like boho chic, or I don't know. It's yeah. just like she's very, she has like a little cool hippie kind of. It is earthy, but like, yeah, earthy. It's not, you know, like I'm gonna cleanse your aura for you, earthy. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just earth tones. That's all it really. Yeah, is. it was a lot of earth tones, which I was like. I, I also like they look tones, really so. good on know. her too so yeah and then you know then she says it's fine to stick to a style but if you're gonna go for a toothpaste ad are you going to go in a dashiki Which when does is, she wear a dashiki she doesn't first of all yeah <laughs> nothing in her clothes like in her closet was a dashiki yeah. um and Yaya like snorts because like once again she's being she's talking to someone who doesn't realize that she like legitimately comes from a different culture too and like 
that culture is like just as valid as yeah i don't know jeans and a t-shirt yeah yeah i um, i totally understand why she was offended by this woman. yeah because also and then she's just like using like her that dashiki in that sentence was kind of like a punchline you know mm-hmm. oh you're gonna go on a dashiki are you like that's the you know, and that's like actually like a thing that people wear. <laughs> yeah, and Yaya's just like, I mean, I could, I could, like, yeah, what's wrong with that? I think there would have been a lot of funny like back and forth there if they would have allowed it um, mm-hmm. from production standpoint. Yeah, and I okay. So on one hand, I'm like, okay. So on one hand, the stylist does have sort of a point in that. If you do go into a an audition because people in the audition suck, and if you're wearing something that's like to them too African or whatever, uh-huh. they might be like, "Oh, she can't. That's not our brand, you know. It, I guess, we can't yeah. see her past this thing that she is wearing." Mm-hmm. When it's like, you know, that's not Yaya's problem. That's like that's society's problem. problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It just I felt like it was directing. The uh, putting responsibility like on her instead of like on yeah. everything that misperceive misperceives her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could have explained it like that. She could have been like, "Oh, you know, the fashion industry sucks. People are only interested in like what you look like, and they just want you to be as like you know, muse plain sheet as possible. Yeah. You know, so they can like envision anything they want on you. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about that when you're dressing for like a- an audition." Yeah. That would have been a totally okay way of phrasing that instead of like going straight for like the, oh, you're going to wear your dashiki, are you? Like, you know, yeah. just making it all about like her mm-hmm. cultural clothes and how you shouldn't do that. Yeah, and she could have just made that whole canvas analogy like they always do. Yeah, I don't know. I it would have been man. so simple <laughs> to do that. <laughs> it could have been so easy and less rude. Yeah. And it's also very, it's like presuming a lot too because like, um, in t- in Yaya's wardrobe, like she's not necessarily saying like these are things I'm gonna wear to a go see. She's like these are just this is just my personal style. Mm-hmm. So like if she's like going out to lunch or something, mm-hmm. as an American Sex Hot Model alum pseudo celebrity, <laughs> she will be wearing you know clothes that fit her brand. You right. know that's different than going to an audition. Right. So it was just kind of it was a dumb comment, and Yaya saw it as a dumb comment, which is great. Um, <laughs> And uh, then we get another scene later where she says of a similar thing where like they'll see the African hair and they'll see the big print and they'll be like, oh, my God. And it's like, <laughs> OK, um, cool. Why? Why are they? Oh, like my that? God. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This person's too African. Like, you know, it's just obviously there's an implication there. That's not great. Yep. Um, And yeah. 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 It's like, I'm not going to fit in. I'm not trying to fit in. Um, yeah. She says, like, I don't. I don't need to change who I am to be successful. She was like, I've been successful without doing that. So yeah. And I'm just like, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with Amanda, Rebecca says that uh, her clothes look a little cheap and <laughs> continuing on like the insensitivity route. And Amanda's just like, I'm poor. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like, have any money. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, yeah. And Rebecca's like, oh, well, you know, you could just like, you know, buy things and like, you know, <laughs> make them look expensive, um, which is, you know, sort of fair in a way. But, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot easier said than done to be like, well, yeah, then just buy cheap it, things that look expensive. 
Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I'll just do that. Okay. Contributing to the fast, fa- fast fashion trend, mm. destroying the earth. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> um, and also just, I feel like to be a stylist, though, you have to have been, well, and you don't have to have been rich, but I think it helps to have grown up fairly rich to become a stylist because, like, you have to afford the clothes to wear that will make people, like, take you seriously as a stylist, Mm -hmm. and then you have to, like, obtain the clothes to style people in, which I know you can, like, you know, rent them or whatever, but still, it's just, like... Rent them. Yeah, I I feel like Rebecca herself probably doesn't have much experience with being very poor. I don't yeah. know, but it doesn't translate if she has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she uh, feels a little. She's kind of channeling some better than energy <laughs> from oh, behind yeah. a bit. <laughs> um, so. But uh, another thing, Eva, uh, she asked how not to be a diva because everyone thinks she's a diva. And they say the best possible, show the best possible manners is their advice to her, which does she take it to heart? I I mean, kind of. Eva's not terrible. No, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. She's not terrible. Not best manners, but you know. Yeah, I was just thinking like later on in the episode where they do like the red carpet runway Mm -hmm. and they ask the girls... Uh, who you know, annoys you, you? Who annoys you? And she just goes, "Well, they all annoy." <laughs> She's like, "They're all equally annoying." <laughs> They're all equally annoying. Yeah, yeah, that and part's like, really good. I don't think you channeled the non-diva energy there. It was yeah, and, like, no, it was used the best possible manner. Yeah, she like totally, she totally got the like, okay, don't single anybody out. Yeah. I'll just say negative things about all of them. <laughs> yeah. Together. So, yeah, I guess I just thought it was funny and that she just didn't follow the advice yeah. in the challenge. She was like, what? Okay, I'll just but she thought in. she did. Yeah, she thought she did, but she just didn't take the advice that mm-hmm. the show highlighted. It was um, funny. Yeah. But they do seem to all pick up on, like, a star energy with Eva. Like, the stylist is talking about it, too. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, Eva just has a star quality. I don't know. She does. She's just, she does. Yeah. She definitely does. And it's no wonder, you know, she's so successful in this competition because it's more yeah. about personality and brand than it is about modeling ability, probably, in the yep. end. You yeah. Know? I just always think back to when she's like, because I'm cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, but then they tell Narell how's like high school fashion. True. Um, she does. That little, uh, I just think back to that tiny little skirt. That like gray one that yeah, she was so wearing. Yeah. yeah. That just reminds me of like seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole, uh, we finally hear from her. You know, we get a little <laughs> She says some stuff. I know. It was interesting. And I like I like Nicole. I wish that we just like they would include more her, her more. Because I don't buy that she's like has no personality and is super dull. I just think that the producers didn't find her interesting or like amusing. Yeah. Because all the girls seem to be friends with her and like her. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I feel like she does have a personality. but It's an alternative personality and not what they're yeah. looking for on this show, I don't think. It did make me laugh a little bit, though. Like, I felt like she was like kind of the she was also being sort of like Yaya and this like I'm not like the other girls energy. Yeah, I'm so unique. Um, yeah. But instead it's like I'm edgy instead of I'm, you know, super yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Um, because she was like, I don't want to have to say I like Jessica Simpson or something. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> like she beneath you? Pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad to be into 
you know, celebrity culture. I'm yeah. speaking as a person who's really into celebrity culture. <laughs> so maybe I'm just being defensive here. But, I mean, um, and I'm not really. So like, but I have no problem yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not like you're stupid for liking. I think. To know I, well, this brings up something I need to talk to you about, Danielle. What? <laughs> I think. Oh, you're so, like, please stop talking. You're about. so stupid. No. I mean, we're on a pop culture podcast, so <laughs> yeah. No, here just, I am. Just gonna let let myself be who I am. Yeah, that's um, right. But then we get to Kara. Um, they say she'll have a wonderful career as a plus size girl, and I'm just like, it's so weird that every single person seems to see like the potential in Takara and like the fact that she is plus size is a plus Mm -hmm. for them it's a good thing Mm -hmm. because it makes her unique and she's like obviously she could really forge a good career there yeah um and like we've just had this repeated throughout the show like the PR guys are like this is good and then the first season with Robin like the New York Times person was like oh there's like a really that industry is becoming, you know, more of a thing and like a really big thing right now. And then uh-huh. I think someone else mentioned something about fashion houses are starting to be more inclusive. And it's just like, so most people seem to think that this is great, but the show somehow can't get out of this mindset that it is bad. And it just. I, well, I think what just reinforces it being bad or whatever is that Takara can never find clothes that fit. Like, yeah, that's or true. they don't supply clothes that fit her like mm-hmm. so she has like nothing to choose from and she's really just dis- like discouraged every time she has to do anything with like a challenge makes yeah. me sad because i totally relate just going shopping and being like oh yeah yeah nothing here that's true yeah it's like even though it's becoming more of a thing it's yeah. not really there yet it's and like so- people want that idea to be true but it's mm-hmm. not actually like <laughs> as yeah. inclusive as they act like it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I just like, I feel like Janice is just a little bit too oh, yeah. set in her ways, I guess. Like, oh, yeah. She just seems like this is just, this can't happen. We can't have a plus size top model, you know? It's that, it's like, yeah, like the tradition fallacy. It's just like, because it hasn't been a thing before, shouldn't yeah. be a thing now. I just like felt like to her, it's like, it's already happening. I just mm-hmm. don't know how she doesn't realize it already is happening. Yeah. She's just so stuck in her like ways of skinny is good. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, then they have dinner and Tyra comes in. She's talking to the girls. She tells Takara or Takara's like, you know, just telling her about the issue she's been having. And yeah, she's Tyra's like, like, yeah, I, people keep saying, um, that there's no place for America's Next Top Model to be a plus size model. Like, mm-hmm. what do what do you think about that? And then Tyra goes into that whole thing about like being a black model uh, is like the same thing as being a plus size model. She failed to once make the connection that Takara is both a black model yeah. and a plus size model. Like, true, you're right. I she just about that. yeah, she just kept saying we're on the same level because I'm black and you're plus size. And I was like, she's black and plus size. <laughs> like, so like it might even be harder exactly for her. She is like, what what is that called again? When you have two things, or uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Okay, well, who cares about the academic term? I don't know. But yeah, Tara Takara is experiencing it where she has like two things that uh make you know being in the fashion industry harder for her right and so mm-hmm. um yeah she 
yeah think about how that makes her feel just like oh well i'm both of those things so yeah just can't wait like, to see okay. what my career holds for me yeah and tyra was just talking about how like tyra has to be better because she's black um not just like the same she has to be better than like her like other white mm-hmm. models and I just felt like she was telling the car, like, well, you got to be 10 times better than everyone yeah. to make any kind of success. You have to be a superwoman, basically. Yeah. And I felt <laughs> like that just, I feel like it was supposed to bring Takara up, but Takara was just kind of kind of like, oh, it sounds like a lot. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. That's really interesting. I well, All I was thinking about during this was... I'm just glad that they picked a black host to host America's Next Top Model. I mean, yeah. Because, like, I don't think no one else would have talked about this. Like, Tyra talks about it Mm because she's personally experienced it, you know, being a black model and how you have to work harder. Like, if they had a white host, the black girls might have just been told, like, you know, it's good for everyone. We're an all inclusive industry where Tyra's like telling them the truth, where it's like, yeah, it's harder. You're going to have to work harder. That's the reality. Um, so yeah, I was just like, wow, I'm just thankful we had Tyra for this, you know, a little bit of reality. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, I'm thankful we had Tyra (laughs) and then she became some sort of like megalomaniac, but, um, you know, for now it's, it's great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Aunt Eva play a practical joke on everyone back at the house. So Um, funny. Made me laugh. Did it? I honestly like that people getting upset with their joke. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was kind of funny. Like. It's something it I would do. It's very high schoolish, but like it's a joke I would do. Like, yeah. Just be like, all right, everybody, pack your bags. We're going to Europe. And then, it, but you know, I wouldn't let people get excited about it. I'd be like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. They did scream a little bit before they started laughing at them. Yeah. Um, who was it? Who decided, who realized that it was actually a prank? Cause they try to look at the card. Takara. Like, Takara. She's always catching them. Oh, yeah. She? She's like, I don't buy this. This isn't. And they made like, it was Anne and Eva basically making Nicole like say, mm-hmm. like, oh, pack your bags. We're going to Europe. And uh, Nicole, I don't feel like Nicole is a natural, you know, liar or like jokester. So she was kind of just like, he and then as soon as Takara is like let me see that she's like yeah it's, it doesn't say that <laughs> <laughs> she just admitted it yeah she was like yeah you're right I see I was like oh here's the second time we see Nicole um in a situation where she's like playing a prank on people and mm-hmm. you know because oh, when right. Amanda wanted to catch the, Eva the Nicole participated I was just like I feel like Nicole finds this funny and yeah. so she'll participate but in a more low-key way yeah than the other than Anna and Eva or uh-huh. Amanda um yeah, so I was like, these have a common denominator, and it is Nicole. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't so bad, I guess. And it everyone was just after stupid. it wasn't yeah. like harmful. I don't know. No, no, no. And I don't think people were like that mad about it. It's just yeah. like, but I do feel like when you get fooled, you automatically go to like, oh, this is dumb. I can't believe they did that to me. Instead of being like, haha, <laughs> so me. funny. Yeah. So like, of it's course, true. they reacted in a way that was like. It was mostly just Yaya that was like, I just hate feeling like I'm in junior high. And like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think yeah. I, I also just really like, it's a, it's a flaw of mine. But like, if, if I could bother someone like Yaya, I probably would. Like, that's just like, thinks they're better than you already. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could see myself being like really amused that's true. by like making a fool of her in some way <laughs> like yeah that is true i, I can don't see know that too. yeah 
Um, but then the girls go to a department store called Century 21. They're going to find outfits for them to wear on a mock red carpet. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Takar just has issues finding her size again. She's sad about She's it. She's so excited um, in the beginning. And then like after she looks at so many clothes and none of them are in her size, she's just like kind of slowly walking around just like. Yeah. Strolling. Here I am running again. around like the other girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the stylist season is like, wow, Takara's not putting in any effort. And it's like... I was so furious with how, like, I was like, it's unfair. It's just unfair. Yeah. It's just because you guys keep on putting her down. Of course she's going to start getting listless after a while. Like, (sighs) yeah. yeah. She deserves better. She finds a dress and Eva is kind enough to, like, you know... Encourage her. Yeah. And she kind of, like, lets it out a bit for her or something. Or she, like, does some, like, you know tailoring magic on it oh does she see her do that yeah she was like doing something for i was like oh that was really nice of eva Um, i mean yeah you can tell eva's like really feeling for takara just like yeah that's got to be hard i mean eva it's not the same thing but like she is a lot shorter shorter. than the other girls so like i Mm -hmm. think she can understand like just feeling on the outside yeah like i'm not the typical model Uh i have something that is gonna make it harder for me Mm -hmm. um that's true yeah uh, and I actually ended up liking Takara's dress when she wore it on the runway. I was like, oh. It's all in the confidence, baby. cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go on the runway and they have like these fake, well, not fake. They were, I guess they were real photographers and real. There was like a USA, was it USA Today? No, it was, know. it was Us Weekly, I okay. think. She had, had an Weekly accent. So. Yeah, she was British. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very charming. <laughs> and she asked all the girls again, you know, who do you not like in the house? There were like um, two questions for everyone. It was like, uh, who yeah. are you wearing? Um, oh, yeah. And who, uh, who do you not? Is there anyone you don't vibe with in the house or whatever? Yes. And then as we know, Eva gives her a little, you know, thing. <laughs> she knows exactly who she's wearing, though, which I feel like would have been my thing. Like, I probably wouldn't yeah. have been smart enough to anticipate that they're going to ask me something. Like, oh, uh, I don't remember. Oh, I don't. Yeah. The tag is right back here if you want to take a peek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Narelle makes the ultimate mistake in that she actually names someone. So, yeah, yeah. So silly. I was just like, come Dumb. on, Narelle. Like, ha- mm-hmm. did that feel right? <laughs> yeah. Although at the same time, I was like, I think. Eva's answers, even though they didn't like, they didn't knock Eva at all for her answer. Which was like, oh, I, that I was liked her answer. answer personally. It was funny, yeah. But Eva's answer to me was actually worse than Narelle's in a way, hmm. because I think with Narelle's, it will spin. It'll create stories that are like, ooh, what's the beef? Like, we want to know the beef. Like, what did what did Yaya do to Narelle? What did Narelle do to Yaya? And it, you know, obviously that's not good for either of them. It creates uh-huh. like a story. But I feel like with Eva's, you would just get, oh, so she's just kind of a bitch. No, it <laughs> like, really was. It, I yeah, I get what you're saying. It still was definitely a diva attitude to have. Like everyone yeah. is annoying to me. So yeah, I was like, that makes me think that Eva is just like, you know, kind of bitchy, mm-hmm. and then like. But Narelle and Yaya have some very specific fight that I need to get to the bottom of. I don't know. Yeah, that was like kind of like both of them As are a not good. You would have preferred getting Narelle's answer. Yeah, but it just would have been more like I wouldn't automatically assume that Narelle is a bitch. I would be like, what? Who is the bitch? I'd be like, I need to know what, who did what to who, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it, I, I don't automatically think Narelle is the, you know, the villain in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who the villain is. With Eva, I'm like, oh, so she's kind of the villain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, I, I see. I got you. Yeah. 
that's not how I was thinking about it. But they don't knock Eva at all. They're just like, no, Narelle, you shouldn't have done that. Which she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have. Because it creates a story. Unless she wants to create drama in the press. Like, you know. Ahead, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you also have to like, I mean, there's one thing to not want to be like, to not cross anyone. But there's also like the idea of like, stick with your personality. Like, and to me, that's what Eva was doing. Like, she does have that like, kind of bitchy personality. True. But I love it. Like, it's hard yeah. to like, but I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah. I guess, it, no, it's not a bad thing that she's she's always like, oh, how do I not be a diva? It's like, maybe it's not such a bad thing that you're a diva. It, you know? It's a branding thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, it'll it's a more solid brand than any of these other girls have, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so go with it. I don't know. Moving on, I just wanted to highlight Anne just being so believable yeah. in her lie. I was like, I th- I would have fallen for it. It's like you butted heads with quite a few people, actually. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. She just goes, oh, I haven't really butted heads with anyone. And actually, I'm like, yeah, I actually thought she was just overall pretty charming on the yeah. the red carpet thing. And they were just like, you she see yourself will. on the big screen? She was like, oh, yeah, that's a first. <laughs> like, it was cute. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. She came off well. Um, I just, this reminds me, Amanda said during her Instagram live that apparently Anne and Jay were like really tight. Mm. Um, They had kind of like a little brother or little sister, big brother kind of relationship where they would kind of like nag at each other a little bit or like tease each other. But like really they were super tight. Yeah, I can see that. Which I found interesting. Um, It kind of goes with the whole like, because Jay, he, like, figures out Anne pretty early on because he is, mm-hmm. like, the art director, you know? And he talks yeah. about how, like, it only works if you're mean to her. Like, you can't be nice to her and stuff. So it probably mm-hmm. is a very, very Big Brother-esque feeling. Like, yeah. at least, She you know, obviously responds well to it. Yeah. Yeah, at least how me and my Big Brother interact. <laughs> I don't know about you and your brothers. <laughs> you're probably nice to each other. But <laughs> yeah, we're fairly nice yeah. to each other, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it wasn't like that when you were kids right so. yeah but yeah um and then we get to Kara, who messes up the name of the stylist which is a big no-no she had um, a hard one i gotta say what was it again godier oh yeah and she says Godie, go god <laughs> <laughs> that uh one guy that sang somebody that i used to know whatever his <laughs> name was was it oh. his name godier or, or something I think it was spelled like Goat yay, got yeah. or something, but not the same person. Goat no, yay yeah. is like G O T T I E R or something like. Yes, yeah. Is yeah. is French? Just kidding. Yeah. I don't know if it's French. Is that? I think it is French. Okay, French. <laughs> <laughs> totally French. <laughs> oh, that sounds like French and ranch dressing. Yeah, it one. does. Yeah, my Fancy. French dress. <laughs> Fancy ranch. Um. <laughs> And then uh, in the back room, uh, they're all talking about the question. Oh, they asked us a question about who we hate. And Norelle has probably got to get out ahead of the story. <laughs> seriously cracked me up the way the wheels were turning her head like, oh, we weren't supposed to say. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and I then, said your name, Yaya. And she goes like, I kind of said your name. Ha! <laughs> like trying to like, like laugh it off. Ha! We're just going to laugh about this, right? Yaya. Which I and mean, Yaya it just, out, but. It does work out, but Yaya just gives a stare at her. She's like, no, this is not going to work out. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, she goes, huh, herself. So, but Yaya, I'm mean, not very happy. Yeah. She also says, though, she's not surprised because, like, she sees Nicole as, like, really flaky. So it mm-hmm. probably comes Narelle. off that way. Narelle, not Nicole. Yeah. I get them confused. Here. Yeah. It happens every time. 
Yeah. Yeah, she does see her as flaky, she says. They don't really, like, get along very well. Um, I can appreciate it when you can identify that, like, huh, I mean, like, because I have a problem of, like, caring what people think about me, even if it's someone I don't even think highly of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I can appreciate that Yaya's like, I mean, it's not like I have the highest opinion of her, so it's, this doesn't bother me that much. Like, I At can the same time, she, yeah, she says that, though, but then she chooses... Narelle to oh, yeah. go on the challenge with her and yeah. I felt like because Yaya wins and I was kind of thinking like I feel like she was doing that because she wanted Narelle to like her she wanted to prove herself as like a likable yeah. person yeah like she says like I want her to see that I'm not actually a, I don't know a bitch or something mm-hmm. I don't remember what she says exactly but like I'm not mm-hmm. actually like that Um, so I don't know I kind of felt like she did care but she also handled it in a very sneaky way where she's like i'm gonna make her like me um it was very covert yeah yeah i got gotcha. um and yeah it was like it's kind of a good move because it shows her like wow look how magnanimous i am it either like endears her to your side or it'll show her like how like above it all you are mm-hmm. so really it was just a good move that's so, true in general very strategic um, so yeah, they get a little personal chef experience. They get to like talk it out housewives style at a dinner um, yeah. together. Um, and Norelle kind of demurs to Yaya. She's like, oh, I feel like you have like a wall built up. Um, and mm-hmm. I understand why, because it's a competition. And Yaya's like, yeah, maybe it is a wall, but I just, I know that we're all reaching for the same goal and I don't have a lot of tolerance for fakes. Um, and she mm-hmm. says, you're the only person here who I think I can use the word growth for. I don't hear you speak that much. When I hear you speak, I hear you say profound things, um, which I did not believe. <laughs> it was kind of all over the place. Like she was trying to make it sound nice, it but she didn't like Narelle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, you're saying these things to her like that she is, she has growth and she says interesting things. But literally what you said in your little interviews is... I don't think she has a lot of depth to her. So I feel like you're just saying things that aren't true. But I don't know. Um, It could have been that interview was from a long time ago with Yaya, whatever she said then. And she didn't actually say it this week about Narelle. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so it could have been editing. Maybe she didn't actually think that about Narelle, that Narelle Narelle was flaky, as she said. Yeah. and kind of silly. I think she called Narelle silly too. Yeah, in that she did. Interview. And so. She just said she's very childlike, but mm-hmm. immature, Although I think, I guess. Yeah. They were definitely trying to like show that Narelle was that way though, because during the dinner, like after this conversation, you just see Narelle like with her chopsticks, like digging in her teeth <laughs> as if they're like toothpicks. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like, oh, look at this uncultured swine. <laughs> swine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for the shoot, uh, and it's a diamond shoot, and Eva is so happy. Yay, diamonds. <laughs> until, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe they didn't tell the girls until, like, as soon as Nicole was about to get it put on her body, that's when they told the girls mm-hmm. that they were going to have a spider put on them. Um, yeah, really going for that shock value. I know. I was just like, poor Nicole. She had like zero time to mentally prepare. That might be a good thing, though. maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they should have had Eva first just to get it out of the way and, you know. Oh, they wouldn't do that. They're going to make her sweat. Mm, They did. (laughs) They made her cry. Yeah. A lot. Um, So I 
hate spiders and this would really freak me out mm-hmm. having a tarantula. Um, yeah. Oh, before I get into this whole spider rant, um, I do think it's funny how Eva's like really trying to just see any situation where they don't have to pose with a spider. And the woman that comes out with the spider, this just like short, just totally average looking spider handler. And he was like, you mean we have to pose with her, right? <laughs> and Jay's like, and no. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> sorry. The spider. Yep. Yeah. Cut that optimism um, away. Yeah. Just this person is not here to pose with you. <laughs> I don't know how you could think that ever. But um, she's just trying to hold on to any hope that she can have. Um, but yeah. So this, I hate tarantulas. I would be way more freaked out about a tarantula than I would be a snake. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Little, but yeah, his little leggies don't like them. They're, um, yeah, there's too yeah. many, and they're furry. I don't like the fur on them. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. See, uh, I hate the legless, scaly things. But yeah, you know. I mean, like, I guess I would be. I don't know if I'd be more freaked out. If, I guess I'd be more freaked out if it didn't have fur on it, and who, you know. But at the same time, it's, <laughs> it's either weird way, and gross. I get it. Uh, but uh, Jay is like saying, oh, it's very safe. We have an EMS on site. And Eva's like, what do you mean it's very safe if you have an EMS? Yeah, I'm like, like for what? Panic attack? procedure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand yeah. that either. I was like, oh, so what, what are the possible risks today with this big spider? Yeah, but I looked it up. And so I have your an- our answers here. Ooh. So tarantulas, you can't, first of all, you can't defang them or you can, but um it's so if you upon. defang a tarantula it's frowned upon but they'll grow back like because when tarantulas molt they grow back their I fangs i don't like that at all <laughs> so you can try to defang a tarantula but it will grow back its teeth um and also they can't really eat without them at all so because they paralyze their i thought it was like a cruelty it. thing yeah so they literally like they will starve to death if you De-tang. take out their teeth and mm. do not like you don't know, let them grow back and hand feed them. Well, I think they have, they grow back no matter what. But, well, I mean, I guess you could keep on taking them out. But, I mean, like, you have to, like, really meticulously, like, hand Ugh. feed your tarantula if you're going to take out its teeth. Like, syringe feed the tarantula. Yeah. Mm. So, like, people aren't doing it because it's not, you're just going to kill the tarantula, basically. And also, um, it'll just grow them back anyway. So, what's the point? I hate all of this. Yeah. But tarantula bites aren't actually that dangerous right um it's like a and it's it'll sting and it'll hurt and whatever but unless you have an allergic reaction to the tarantula bite which is like with a bee if you get stung by a bee and Mm -hmm. you have an allergic reaction to the bee Mm -hmm. like it hurts but if you have an allergic reaction you could die it's sending the tarantula it's like you'll get bitten by the tarantula and most people are going to be totally fine but some people might have an allergic reaction in that case so you really, they've just got a ambulance. bunch of epinephrine on hand in case yeah. somebody starts probably, swelling yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, like if they had that, they'd probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like, I had had this impression that tarantulas were these like, you know, very poisonous spiders that could kill you. But oh, really? Really? Like, I, yeah. I always knew, I always thought that there was something to like, they are the biggest, scariest looking ones, which means they're like mm-hmm. the least harmful. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I think that, but that's something... I think I remember it from, like, Home Alone. Okay. Is there a tarantula in Home Alone? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. yeah the older like brother I, has a tarantula. I learned that watching that somehow. Yeah. But... Yeah. That's probably true because I think it does, like, bite one of the the it, bad guys. It creepy crawls Alone. on one of them for sure. Yeah. Or at least crawls on them. But I guess this is why people pose with 
tarantulas a lot because they're actually not that dangerous, but they mm-hmm. look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense. You're not going to pose like a brown recluse or whatever. Like yeah. that'll actually <laughs> yeah. really hurt you. Um, so, but uh, yeah, uh, Eva's just like really scared and mm-hmm. crying and everyone seems kind of like delighted that she's so upset. Yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. Like, they were just, all like, just like, oh, thank God she's not so tough anymore. Like, yeah. everyone had the exact same thing to say that they were surprised at how Eva reacted, but they were kind of saying it in, like, a, huh, not so, not so strong, are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, it kind of felt bad for her because of that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, she kind of, she definitely did something to these girls for them to, like, take delight in this. <laughs> True. So. But still, yeah, I get it. I just, yeah, it's funny how I can, like, feel that way about so many people, but I love Eva because I feel like. Yeah. Eva's just Eva. Like, she's very genuine. Mm-hmm. And I also relate heavily with the creature fear because I would be doing mm-hmm. the same thing if it were a snake. I'd be freaking out. So I did think, though, it was like everyone else was like, whatever. Like, like I'll give them a pass for this. But Anne, Anne being like, thinking that Eva was flipping out like a child, mm-hmm. she said, or something like to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, uh, Anne, remember when you were crying on the plane? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mama, I need you. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And Eva just comforted you. Yeah. She was there for you. Yeah. And in this situation, you're just like, I can't believe Eva is acting like this. And it's like, um, maybe you should be a good friend and actually try and comfort her a little bit or something. Yeah. Not only is Anne kind of a jerk to everyone in the house, uh, (laughs) she also is to her best friend in the house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when Eva does it, uh she i don't know she just gets over it she like she freaks out and she cries and she has to take a minute but she she ends up doing it and she feels like she probably didn't get a good shot but <laughs> she did do it um yeah i thought it was actually really good yeah for uh, afterward nicole was like she's worried that her inability to perform with a spider on her face is going to send her home <laughs> And I just like, without context, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, how in the world would that like just determine this one whether thing. you're a top model or not? Yeah. Like, just being unable to do a shoot with a spider on your face yeah. makes you not a top model. I don't know about that. Um, it doesn't come she, down to that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. I mean, like, she should be, if she's worried about that, it's because it's ridiculous. Um. Oh, also, I just another thing I'd add uh, during this whole thing is like the spider handler lady was just like smiling while Eva was like crying. She's like, I love it when they're so scared of them. Yeah, she was just like so happy about all like the havoc. That yeah, was seriously, wrecked by her little precious spider. Um, <laughs> all right, panel time. Woo! Guest judges Rebecca. She makes them all uh, select a hat. And they have a tiara, uh, the kente hat, a cowboy hat, a feather, and a beret, a feather cap, I guess. They have more than that, I think. Um, But yeah, they have a lot of different hats. Um, They're supposed to pick which one they can like style, like pull a style together with, I Mm -hmm. guess, and explain their style when they they wear it. I don't know. That's a pretty typical top model uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. But so with that in mind, let's get on with the photos. Um, because I think I got sh- everybody this week. Okay, good. I think it's everyone. Um, first, we get Nicole. Ooh. Um, 
they really like this photo. I really uh, like this photo. I don't think it's as good as everyone's saying it is. I think she's just so beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. I'll give her that. It looks kind of like the Spidey is photoshopped onto her face right there a little bit. Yeah. That would have been a much easier thing to do, I think, than <laughs> yeah. actually putting a spider on people. It's almost like they could do that instead. Yeah. I just, I don't like how she's touching her lip with that really long nail. <laughs> yeah. Um, I and you. I just think her, like, mouth and nose, her face looks kind of pinched hmm. in this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she could have done better than what she did. I think she could have done better. I just think that. Uh, as far as beauty shots go, I think she has a lot of, she could be very good at them. But you're right. This isn't like the best she could have done. Yeah. Uh, but I know a lot of people do like it. So I'm not going to say it's a terrible photo. It's just like, I yeah, guess it I, wasn't like I definitely don't think it. it's terrible. But I also, yeah, it's, I get the finger on the lip. When you look at it for a little bit longer, it's kind of hard to <laughs> look at. Yeah. Just wish it was moved over a little bit. Yeah. Not on the lip. Um, Her eyes look great. Um, yeah she looks very she's smoldering um, yes as many of the girls are with their smoky eye but uh yeah i mean it's a good it's a good photo i'll just say it's just like i wasn't like not your favorite 100 amazing um because there are some really good ones this round Mm -hmm. um and then we have takara it's just dead 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 (sighs) it reflects the way she acted during this whole like episode yeah, she was just really just like one note, yeah. not very. She wasn't getting like very excited or very down. She was just like, she just seemed depressed, honestly. Yeah, just, like, she going did. over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she, it's just translating in this photo. She just doesn't, there's not that any That spider emotion. stole the show completely. Yeah, I think Nole says the spider is mo- modeling more than she is. It, yeah, um, it is. Does, does Jana say it looks like a big hairy mole on her face or something? Uh, she says that about somebody. Maybe it is Takara. Probably. Because yeah. for me, it would be like the most I can see it in this. Yeah. In this situation. It does yeah, kind of look like that. True. I just like her eyes are just so dead. And there's um, just it's lifeless. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and just like even how her one of her eyes, the one on the left hand side is kind of almost like melting into her eye makeup. Oh, yeah. It's just and black. Just like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's not good. Takara. I just felt like she didn't give it her all, and she's also just like hiding behind the spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Mm. Um, Then Amanda. See, I liked this more than Nicole's. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I, well, I liked it a lot more than what the judges said about it. They were like- Yeah, they didn't like it. Yeah, they were like, it's really old-fashioned. I don't know if beauty shots up close are your thing, and I was kind of, I disagreed. I thought it was a really good photo. It is old-fashioned, but in like a good way. Yeah, I was like, I think she looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And also, um, she looked great in the other beauty shot they did, the Nivea one. That was yeah. like her best shot of the show. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I didn't I know, know what they were talking about. <laughs> she does look very old Hollywood, though. Yeah, she does. I get it. But she always looks, she kind of has that look on her own. She looks very 1950s to mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. Maybe it's the skinny eyebrows. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> but she's always had that look for me. Um, very kind of pinup ish esque. Yeah. I love so, it. So, yeah, I like it too. Um, I don't know. I think she's good for beauty shots just because I think she just has a great face. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's her strong point. She got them eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's not her fault they put really chunky eyeliner on. like <laughs> Every time. Not eyeliner, but... Um, mascara. Uh, mascara in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And she's doing little splayed hand things, which I always like. I like um, it. She's peeking. Next is Anne. Blech. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, I surprise. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. At first I was like, oh, she's so beautiful. But I'm like, but it's not really coming across very well in this photo, actually. She's got the stank face on again. Yeah, the, stank face. What does smell? <laughs> the planes of everything in this are just bad. Like her, her... Hand looks ginormous the way she's holding it. It do. And then her face just looks really big too. The parts that she's showing us. It's like all it just, cheek and then the other half of her face is just dark. Like it's not yeah, the light at all. Like the angles and stuff are just really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much cheek. You don't see her like her interesting face shape or her mm-hmm. anything like that. You just see cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like a Picasso painting a little bit. Where Ooh. like the <laughs> I think that's giving it a little bit of credit that it doesn't <laughs> merit. Well, what I mean is just like her features are all over the place <laughs> in this. Like because of the way she's like angled herself, it doesn't look like a real human like her nose is like looks really it big is and misplaced. Mm-hmm. And um it reminds her- me of uh have you ever seen Repo, the genetic opera or whatever? Mm-mm. All right. Well that's what it <laughs> well, reminds is- me of. It's uh okay. it's a weird uh, it's a, a musical that Paris Hilton is in about, hmm. it's very weird, uh, mm-hmm. like too weird. I would never watch it again, probably, because <laughs> I was like, this is odd. But it's all about like plastic surgery and like people oh, basically okay. getting glued together. And I see. the repo man comes and repossesses your plastic surgery and stuff. Anyways, okay. it reminds me of one of those characters, this picture. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it, she doesn't, it doesn't really look like a, a normal human face, I guess. Yeah. Which is... Weird because she's you she's know, a normal human. <laughs> yeah, she's a normal human and she looks really great in person. So I don't understand. And she can't convey that through a picture. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Norrell. Uh, I do not like this photo. It's fine. Um, yeah. I think I don't. I don't know. There's nothing great about it. To me, the makeup just looks really caked on. It does. Yeah. And I just really don't like it. Um. Her face know. tends to do that with makeup too. Like makeup just yeah. really looks like it's stacked on her, which I can relate to. Like whenever I wear makeup, I you can just see it like so yeah. layered on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like it because of that. I guess she just kind of looks old to me and they were just trying to cover it up. So they put on a whole bunch of makeup. Oh, yeah. Like that's what it looks like. Or like she's like a corpse and they're like, okay, let's pile it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird because she's not either of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, she's very youthful and very alive. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's like just bad makeup or if it's just well, beauty she's not, isn't she's her not, forte. Yeah. She's not doing much either. Yeah. She also, she isn't doing Same anything. thing. She loses the light on half of her face like Anne. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, she does. Um, and her fingers look very weirdly placed, like okay, very specific for yeah. no reason. And then Eva, I this love is my this favorite photo. photo. Yeah, <laughs> um, this might be my favorite photo of the series, or not the series, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really, really love Eva's photo. It's fantastic, it, especially yeah. You you gotta love it more because you know she was scared shitless like yeah true that like it was just a moment of calm for her you know mm-hmm. um yeah, she she fought through and really yeah it's definitely the best photo yeah i think like her eyes are just like 
piercing. Like they're so like, I think her eyes are really the best part about it. Mm -hmm. They just like really draw you in with it. I will say like her facial expression is like not very like, there's not much emotion in it, but there's just so much like beauty that I'm just like, I can't even think about that. I'm just like, oh, she just looks gorgeous. I really liked getting all the photos of all the girls because Eva's is the only one where like the quality is (laughs) high. Oh, really? Everybody else's is kind of like not blurry, but like less yeah. clear quality yes less crisp but yeah hers yeah. is just like perfect I sharpened see. and it's probably because I, it was the most popular picture of the whole like, yeah uh, what is it season yeah i think you're right yeah they tend to do that like the crisper photos are like ones mm-hmm. that people remember or like mm-hmm. um and yeah this one is crispy clean mm-hmm. um and she i love the way her fingers are splayed out too like it's my favorite yeah. finger placement of them all well, um, it looks pretty like spidery yeah it's spider-like and it's also like natural placement it's not like she thought super hard she just you know i don't know stretched them out splayed them out yeah like and normally that hand would be like a monster hand but in this it works because like the darkness of the shoot Mm -hmm. and like the drama of the shoot you know Mm -hmm. having a yeah she did it elegantly without making it look like a claw which is hard i'm guessing (laughs) yeah and, like, it's just the perfect placement of the spider, too, like, on the yeah. back of her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a good photo. I really, yeah. really like it. And I'm not sure, though. Do you think, like, her makeup does look a little smudged from the crying, though? Uh, or is it supposed to be like that? I can't tell with this picture. I think everyone's makeup, honestly, didn't look that great. Like, yeah, I don't know if you noticed, true. but, like, during the photo shoot, I was like, this looks messy. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything looks smudgy. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't. Yeah, and the hair actually her crying or again. not? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is she wearing hair? Extensions? Not her, but just like oh. other girls in this one. The yeah. hair extensions really got to me again. It's like True. why? Yeah, next is Yaya, and Yaya has hair extensions yeah. before. <laughs> why do they do this to her? Some people think Yaya has a better photo than Eva. I do really, really like Yaya's photo, mm-hmm. um, but I still think Eva's is better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think Eva looks more like Eva than Yaya looks like Yaya, if that makes sense. Yeah. But that's uh, true. no, I, I agree. I really like Yaya's photo, but not as much as Eva's. I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit too. Uh, posy? What's the word? Yeah, posy. The hands. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, being cussed like that. She did do something different with her hands. I'll give mm-hmm. her that. I guess I think it loses a little bit by being far out because. They beauty have shots. to like, get the spider in it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and Eva's is just more like straight up like a beauty shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that hurts her a little bit at being zoomed out. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I think she did a great job. And yeah. it is like definitely the second best photo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a cool concept. I really liked yeah. the shoot. Uh, so, do we, the makeup being bad, do we agree on Eva, Yaya, Amanda as the top three? That's, yeah. That's my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and my bottom would probably be Anne. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Anne bad. Anne and Nicole did it. Anne and Nicole. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anne and Narelle. God damn yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, Nicole's wasn't okay. Yeah. Hers was fourth best, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yeah, Anne, Narelle, and Takara. Yuck. Yeah. Good. All all bad. Um, but to me, Anne Boo. is yeah, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but now we get the whole Yaya hat saga. Because <laughs> Yaya doesn't pick the Kente hat. Yeah. Um, she picks the cowgirl hat. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the judges don't like it. They don't like that she went outside of, you know, no, they what do. they were expecting. Some of them do. No, they say yeah. it's a good choice. No, <laughs> they were all pretty negative. I No, I remember at the end, they were like, I think this was a really good choice, like, really? for you. Yeah. I, I think there was a, all. like, why didn't you pick the Kente hat? They wanted her to, but... I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing too much negative. I guess maybe I wasn't listening as close. But also, it's been a little while since I watched this episode. Yeah. Um. So what I have written down is, uh, Tyra asked why she chose it, and Yaya said she wanted to go more on the simple side, not go crazy with all the accessories. Mm-hmm. Um. Nigel's the one that says Nigel thinks it works. Yeah, but the other judges, I don't think, liked it. Okay. Noelle said, you're half African, half cowgirl. You look like you're about to uh, ride a giraffe. Um, <laughs> so Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, also, I will say I liked it. I thought it was a good I thought it was adorable. Her. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, it did, I thought, match because like the hat had these kind of like beigey, like beachy colors mm-hmm. and the rest of her outfit kind of like followed that more like I thought earthy it tones. Yeah. Um, so I was okay with it. Um, but yeah, we get Rebecca. Um, then she says the the line, she's like, you have this intensity to sort of prove your Africanness. And I think it's sometimes overbearing. It's just too much. It's a layer on top of a layer. <sighs> and Tyra, you know, immediately Tyra thinks this is not the right thing to say. Cause she like swivels her head <laughs> she for the stylist. She's yeah. like, Excuse me, she's trying to prove her Africanness. <laughs> um, and Yaya just like tries to address it the best way she can. Mm-hmm. She's like, in response to trying to prove myself as an African, that's just where I come from. It's very natural to me, and I mm-hmm. did not choose the kente hat for the very special reason, very specific reason that it's very cliche. Right, the fabric that it's made from is very artificial, very cheap, fake kente, and I didn't. I thought it was that. a great answer. <laughs> personally i thought she did totally fine like tyra gets on her for being defensive they give her shit for that but i'm like look this fucking stylist is so annoying like yeah i feel like anyone would get defensive but it's that other thing of just like they're criticizing her because she wasn't perfect about it yeah and yaya is like i think she had a right to get a little she she kind of, you can hear her voice tighten up and i think she's getting emotional and it's not because she like is trying to insult the stylist, but she feels insulted by the stylist yeah. and she's trying to like explain herself and she like feels as if she's not seeing her for what she is, which is like actually she's just trying to celebrate her culture when she's like talks about her Africanness, like mm-hmm. because that's who she is. Yeah, she's not trying to look African or Afrocentric. She's just trying to embrace her heritage, which yeah, she doesn't it- see it as like this defines me. This is just something I'm fine with, like, it being a part of me. I don't know. Yeah, because she's not trying sense. to prove herself because she yeah. is this. Yeah, she knows and she's she is just that. embracing it. Yeah. And that's just her embracing it. It's not an affront to you for her to embrace exactly. her culture and you're treating it like it is. Right. Like, why are you trying to prove yourself? It's like, well, I'm just celebrating it and mm-hmm. I'm celebrating who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was very insulting and ignorant and... Yaya gets a little uh, choked up about it. I don't think she's like, you know. I think it's just a righteous thing, like a rightfully righteous yeah, feeling of emotion. Like, yeah. She's she's definitely allowed to feel this way in this mm-hmm. situation. Um, 
and the point about like the fake kente yeah it is kind of like a costume they it was like they chose it as a costume they didn't choose it as like a you know here's a mm-hmm. wonderfully you know this is actual fashion handmade like. kente hat yeah. from you know fair trade or whatever she's like they're just like oh and here's like a kente hat we got at like party city or whatever just like see if yeah yeah we'll grab it like, yeah <laughs> it's seriously not, how it felt though like is that they just put it out there like are you gonna grab the kente hat like yeah it was so annoying setting her up for mm-hmm. it um and she's like i didn't want to fall into that i wanted to like you know, that's not me, not a fake celebration of yeah. myself. Like, I, like, authentically am African, so. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, need something that just looks like that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, the judges suck in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and surprise, surprise. I think she had every right to, to be that way. Um, so in the deliberation, uh, Tyra is, you know, saying that, Yaya's uh, condescension and superior attitude are ugly. Mm. Um, again, I don't think she's trying to be condescending in this case, like, you know, and yeah. this about her, about style. Um, you know, I think she has a right to be talking this way. And uh, yeah, then we get the call out. Uh, first is Nicole. And then when they call Yaya, uh, she takes it upon herself, unprompted, to apologize to a person she doesn't even have to apologize to, mm-hmm. which is the Rebecca lady. Um, totally, like, I don't know. It's just, I can't, she didn't even have to do this thing. And she, she took did responsibility it. that she was pressured into, like, taking, mm-hmm. even though she didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And then because she does that, Tyra's like, you know what? Come back oh, here, yeah. Yaya. Oh, yeah. Apologize to this hat right now. Yeah. <laughs> apologize <laughs> to a hat. Um... Because Tyra says, when you insulted the hat, you insulted the person that chose the hat. And people will be mad at you if you insult their clothing choices or what they choose for you to wear in like a shoot or whatnot. I just don't understand. Yeah. And it's like not the same situation because, again, you're not It's not like the person who chose this hat was like, again, like carefully choosing it. You know, they were they were all costume pieces. Yeah, exactly. And they were trying to treat it like a costume and it's not a costume. So, <laughs> yeah. And so she shouldn't have to apologize to the person behind the hat because they didn't care. They, they didn't, didn't give a care. shit. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just, it's totally ridiculous. Also, and did Yaya, anyone pick the Kente hat? Like, did no, anyone? of course yeah, they didn't. Nobody selected it. So, like, why give Yaya so much shit for it? It was just so dumb. Yeah. <sighs> and Yaya is like, trying to hold it together she seriously she looks towards the hat and she just goes i apologize <laughs> because because you oh would feel God. ridiculous if someone asked because she's like that. yeah i'm going to apologize to it but i don't mean it <laughs> yeah and you could just tell she knew how ridiculous it was just with the way she like looked at it she was like i don't even want to like give it my full attention yep. you know it's a hat it's a yeah. poorly made hat instead she's just like yeah, she just does that thing. And Tyra's, you know, she loves it, mm-hmm. I guess. She's happy yeah. that she got Yaya to apologize to the hat. So Victory is Tyra's. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Tyra won she the episode. She really proved herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bestest model goes to Tyra. Um, the only true top model. I'm of the, the bunch. best mentor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was it was something. But then ride. we have, in the end, Anne and Takara. 
and they send home Takara. Um, and it's just like, come on. You had her right there. You could have sent Anne home. You had I all of this chance to send Anne home and you didn't just, take it. Like I get sending home Takara. It's not a huge surprise. But also, mm-hmm. why is Anne still there? Why is Anne there every yeah. single week? Like mm-hmm. nothing stands out about Anne. And mm. you know next week she'll somehow pull it out. You know, she'll <sighs> do something that'll just squeak her by so she can stay. <laughs> Yay. Um, I don't know. How and- far does Anne make it? Do you remember in this cycle? She definitely goes overseas. Mm. Oh, yeah, she does. They do. I think she's top four. Jesus. All right. I know. It's totally ridiculous. <laughs> absurd. <I> absurd. <laughs> um, and I just, yeah, I understand why they sent Takara home because she she was really up and down. Da, 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 I but, think she just know. really, like, I get it because it was almost like it. this was starting to affect, like, her mental well-being she just seems yeah. so sad or just like so off like mm-hmm. yeah i kind of was like do we do we want her to keep on going through yeah this? i think we broke her so maybe we should let her leave <laughs> and yeah yeah maybe you should send a psychologist with her too yeah um and another thing with this i was just like oh yeah so some people think that uh takara they kicked off to takara before they went to japan because uh japan fashion japanese fashion is really tiny i mean it would have been a nightmare honestly for her yeah like they just don't accommodate for plus size at Mm -mm. all yeah so she would have had nothing to wear and it would have been even more hard on her and so they sent her home um amanda said that she agreed with that in her little instagram live Mm -hmm. so i could see uh, that for sure yeah could totally be a thing um but later on, we hear Tyra say that how Takara was one of the people she regretted sending home, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so because she, she was like, I really should have just sent home Anne. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of makes them look stupid if they don't send home Anne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I guess it was probably Tyra voted for her to stay and Nigel voted for her to stay, I mm-hmm. think. And then, or no, what? No, Janice and Nigel... I think probably voted for her to go. To Cara to go. Yeah. Nigel, Janice, Rebecca, I think voted for her to go. Mm. And then Tyra and Nole probably voted for her to stay and they mm-hmm. were outvoted. And yeah. yeah. Happens, man. Yeah. Well, it's the, the way of the elimination. It is. And Takara seems to have done pretty well for herself. She has that yeah. Vogue Italia spread. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I love about her Instagram is just I love how. It into like healthy eating she is and like exercising and so i'm just like yeah. oh she's like living her best life she like, really like, she is she's yeah. i love her instagram it's one of the best ones i've looked at of like top models now yeah like, she's just like now. the food she's eating just looks so delicious and like good for you that mm-hmm. i'm just like she's like yeah she looks she like, like she, she just has, feels good yeah like she just is just kind of like basking in the sun, it seems like. I think she lives near a beach or something. I was going to say, she literally like, is basking in the sun in a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she also seems to have like really good relationships with people and like mm-hmm. good friendships. Yeah. And so I'm just, I love in her living her like happy, healthy Full lifestyle life. yeah. on the beach. Like it seems awesome. So good for you, Takara. Yeah. Good for you, Takara. Happy for you. Yeah. Same. Did not um, need ANTM. <laughs> no, you did not. Um, so next week, uh, the girls don't like Yaya, so he gets more of that. And Ooh. then acting class. Love so. acting class. My fave. Yaya's yeah, an actor be, now, isn't she? 
She is an actress. Ugh. So, yeah, she awesome. probably kills it this episode, I'm guessing. <laughs> and then everyone hates her more because what will that yeah. be like her fourth challenge in a row or something? That's true. Yeah, she's won like every single challenge. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.